Welcome to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Today, we'll show you how to use the spirit of love and self worth to improve the connections with everyone else in your life. This program is your weekly gift and it will keep on giving. You'll see. Now, here's your host, Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome. I'm, I hope you're all faring well. I'm Dr. Jean Marie Farish, host for Love Light, and I am grateful for you to join us live on the Voice America Network to inspire a lifestyle of love and wholehearted connections through worthiness. We have an amazing guest on our show, but I would like for us to center ourselves in a love light meditation to relax and tune in to the present moment. So let's quiet our minds. Close your eyes. We'll take three slow, deep cleansing breaths on the count of three. One, inhale and exhale. Two, inhale. Exhale. And three, inhale. And exhale. Continue breathing at your regular pace. Imagine a big cloud of vibrant white light. Immerse yourself in this energy and see yourself glow. Feel the energy of love, peace, and joy. This is who you really are, the source of love within. So just take a moment to bathe in this calming, healing energy of pure divine love. Commit to being light. Now focus on your heart. Love lives here. And gently whisper, I am worthy. I am light. I am love. And on the count of three, we'll bring yourself back. One, two, three. And so it is. Revisit this place as often as you like to remind you of the shining light within. You know, right now, no matter what you're going through, I'd like for you to look around and take note of at least three things you are grateful for. You know, gratitude shines away darkness and brings joy and happiness into our lives. And in my recently published article in Savannah East, Spiritual Principles to Help You Recover After Loss, being grateful is one of those principles, not only after loss, but in each present moment. And I know this for sure because when I was going through a hard time, disconnected and disillusioned with my life, gratitude was my saving grace with clarity and relief from a stream of negative thoughts and emotions. Now, it is a way of life for me and an essential spiritual spiritual practice, not just to say thank you, but to embody the spirit of gratitude as my natural state of being. And each morning when I awaken, the moment my feet hit the floor are my prayers for heartfelt gratitude for everything and all that the day brings, and to stay in the high vibration of love. And I love this quote by Ralph Waldo Emerson. For each new morning with its light, for rest and shelter of the night, for health and food, for love and friends, for 
everything thy goodness sends. sends. So there's so much for us to be grateful for. Well, we have an amazing guest today, Melinda Kapoor, live from Milan, Italy, who will help us anchor in the spirit of love and color your life with gratitude. And I'd like to extend a special welcome to our listeners from Italy. Let me share a little bit about Melinda. Melinda is an award-winning author and photographer drawn to capturing fleeting moments of visual layers of light. She was born and raised in California, and she moved to Rome in 1980s, a move that heightened her awareness about being in the present moment. She had never been to Italy before, nor knew anyone, nor spoke Italian. How amazing. And after four years in Rome, work took her to Milan, where she met her husband. Melinda has a natural interest in people and their stories that led her to a degree in sociology from UC Berkeley and later to her work as an intercultural consultant based in Milan. She's the author of This Time, Another Place and has co-authored in other best-selling books, one of which we were both authentic messengers and wrote chapters in Life Sparks Life Stories to Illuminate, Inspire, and Ignite. And Melinda's chapter, A Big Move, Embracing the New, and my chapter, Coloring Life with the Spirit of Gratitude, was really a a special gift for those readers to share our story, and it also uplifted us in terms of our journey. So now, without further ado, we welcome Melinda Kapoor to our show today. Welcome, Melinda. Hey, Jane, it's good to hear your voice again. I really always love talking to you. And I had a bit of a scare there for a minute because we just had a thunderstorm. All of the all of a sudden, I thought, well, I'm not going to be able to connect, but here we are, and I'm happy to we be are. here. <laughs> well, thank and, you so and, much. <laughs> and voglio dire anche ciao tutti. It's my pleasure to be here in Milan and to, to welcome all of you to Jane's show. So here we are. All right. Well, thank you for that special invite for all of our friends and listeners in Italy and, of course, for our listeners around the world. You know, Melinda, I found your story so inspiring. You you stepped out on faith and you let your path unfold. You know, tell us about your story. What inspired you uh, in terms of your changes and how did it really enlighten your, your life and build more gratitude in your life? Well... I have gratitude really for everything that that's happened to me. Um, and I followed that inner feeling, that inner voice. Um, how I ended up in Italy really can go back to Dubrovnik, which was my first trip overseas. Dubrovnik, if you don't know, um, is a city now in Croatia, but at the time it was part of the former Yugoslavia. And my paternal grandparents came from Herzegovina, which is not far from Dubrovnik. My father wanted to take me, but sadly, he passed away before we could go together. So eventually, I did go with my aunt and two cousins. And I was so mesmerized by the beauty of the Dalmatian coast and this magical medieval city. The rhythm of life was slower than what I was used to, and it just I was just charmed. I I wanted to go back. A week was not enough. So when I returned to California, I looked in the phone book in San Francisco under Yugoslavia, and I found a travel agency, a Yugoslav travel agency, 
and I walked in and was hired. So just 10 months later, I was back in Yugoslavia accompanying some tourists. And a few months after that, I had won two air tickets to any destination that this bargain airline flew. And I returned again with my younger brother. So it was on this third trip that a friend I had met previously asked me to meet him in Paris in November. So this would have been my third trip in one year. And at (laughs) first I said no, but then I thought, you know, why not? Life's short and I didn't want to regret something, you know, someday not having had the courage to take a leap. I wanted to move to Europe and it seemed like Paris would be a, a place to transition from. So I set the date to leave. I needed the funds to do so, and I put an ad in the newspaper to sell my car. Um, The ad ran for two weeks, and towards the end of the second week, one person answered the ad, and she came to see my car, and the following day, she gave me cash in hand. So I left two days later for Paris, and um, it wasn't possible for me to live in Yugoslavia at the time, so I, I just kind of thought, well where would be a good place to go? And it seemed like Italy with the Mediterranean mentality would appeal to me. And it was one of my last nights in Paris and I had I woke up to this voice that said, go to Rome. So I did. <laughs> and that's wow. basically how I ended up in Italy. It was really a full immersion into a lifestyle very different from what I was accustomed to. And I really want to s- stress that this was back in the 80s when there weren't that many tourists. It was in November And so it was really, um, it it was very different for me culturally, let's say that. But being in Rome, for anyone who has been in it, hasn't been in Italy, um, and those who have been, you'll know what I'm saying is Rome especially is such a beautiful city. It's so rich in antiquities, layers upon layers of history. It's like an open air museum. And the more I saw, the more I wanted to see. And the more I I saw, the more I wanted to stay. So after four years um, there in Milan, I had started a costume jewelry business. And that took me to Milan in northern Italy, not far from the Swiss border. And I met my future husband here. And I'm, I'm here today. Wow, that is so amazing. I am so inspired by your courage uh, to really follow your inner voice because it seems like that's what you were doing you had an interest or an intention and the wheels were set in motion and every your path was laid forth and you embraced it and followed it and here we are (laughs) you know it's funny thing because when things are right they fall into place and when things I don't know if you've noticed this yes (laughs) but when things are not right it's like block after block after block and and you know then this time it was just like one thing led to another and it was kind of um, a decision that wasn't perhaps very practical, but I felt that I had to do it. It was like a feeling that I followed. And I'm, it's just enriched my life tenfold with all the mm. people I've met and culture yes. I've learned to love. Yes, I can imagine. And I am really impressed with your story of how you embraced change and followed your intuitive voice. Now, I'd like to kind of move forth with another topic. You know, we're in the midst of a, a, a lot of challenges here. And I know, you know, we've we've all been facing challenges and 
uh, of course, we're aware of, of, of our challenges, and especially in Italy, you, you guys suffered a lot uh, initially, as we all mm-hmm. have. And there are lots, lots of losses and, and, and major life changes. And, you know, how, tell us, how can we possibly shift to gratitude and see goodness when there's so much around us that's kind of falling apart? What, 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 how do you see, how, what do you make of that? Well, there's always, for every positive, there's a negative, And for every negative, there's a positive. It's, it's law of physics. And I think that when things, when I'm so in despair, or I just, I'm always, I say, thank you. Thank you for giving me fortitude. Thank you for giving me courage. I mean, I, I can have tears streaming down my face, and I still th- say thank you. And sometimes it's, it's an interesting thing about gratitude is that when you start to feel it or to have it, it's like more things appear to you to be thankful for. It's like it just opens up your mind, your space to be um, more embracing of, of beauty and, and things around you. You know, we were in lockdown for quite a while. And you've heard, I know everyone's heard about people reaching out on their balconies and singing. And, and many of my friends experience that here in Milan. And this just camaraderie between your neighbors and maybe neighbors you never even spoke to, but people were on their balconies and and just this feeling of, of oneness together. Um, I didn't have that experience because where I live, outside our windows is like this huge boulevard. It's very, very wide. And on the other side, you can hardly see, you know, you know someone's on the balcony, but you can't even tell if it's a man or a woman or um, usually children on their short ones. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> yeah. um, but one night they had um, broadcasted on social media for people to come out at nine o'clock and to wave like their cell phone lights or flashlights from windows or balconies. And that experience for me, was one I will never forget because here in the dark, in the light, you could see across the way, I'm almost getting the chills telling you about it. It was so moving, all of these little lights. And it was like, you know, when they say that expression, two ships passing in, in the night, it was almost yes. like you, you, you don't see the people, but you know, they're there. Yeah. And I, it brought me to think of my, I often think that we are sparks from the same source, from the same source of light and love. And here were these little sparks in the night. And it just reminded me of this, that as these sparks of light of the great divine, we're all part of this together. And I was so grateful for this experience. I just, I'm, I was weeping. I just, it was so moving. I will never forget it because we're really in all of this together, you know, with what's going on now, it's reaching the far corners of the world. And it's reminding me of our interconnected interconnectedness. It does, it's a virus doesn't distinguish between nationalities. You know, this is a global fight and we're all in this together. So that is something to be grateful for. You see, you know, if, if we're always concentrating on the negative, it's just like it more negative comes. And if we can be positive and be grateful, um, for the littlest things, Jean, you know, it can just be, I'm happy to be here in your presence right now. Yes, that's, yes. That's just a, yes, that's, that's very important, you know. And many of us heard about that beautiful story <laughs> of uh, all the Italian people on the balcony and singing. And, and it was so touching. But to hear it from you makes it extra special. That's so beautiful. So beautiful. It was really, really special. And, you know, it, 
I, and that's all we saw on the television, all the different countries and how they show their gratitude. And I just think um, it makes life easier for everyone. But when you were talking before, you mentioned, you know, how to, do we deal with, with situations when there's, there's fear? Again, um, to be thankful or to ask, but I, I say to be thankful whenever I'm in, in a place of, of uh, really at the lowest of the low, I, I just say thank you for giving me strength and fortitude. And even before it happens sometimes, you know, I, I thank the Lord, I thank the divine, I thank the source for what I want to be before it is. And then somehow, somehow, I don't know, it, it's like it's maybe it's manifestation. There's so many names what you can call it or but it, it brings to you what you're thankful for, if that makes sense. Yeah. That's what I have found for myself. That's what I, I found. So I tend to concentrate on that. And just being thankful. Yes. That is powerful because we can't be in a negative space and a positive space at the same time. So even for me, it's like I the first thing I do is I, I think of something beautiful, something uplifting. And mm-hmm. it shifts my mood because we're here on this earth and, you know, in this human form and we're all experiencing challenges. No one is exempt from that. So uh, we have to find things that we are grateful for and actually we don't have to look too far from what you're saying yeah and those experiences that bring us together you talked about that interconnectedness that you experienced even though like you indicated you you live in a different kind of uh, area but you could see the sparks of, of light which was very enlightening for you I just love that story I think it's so special I didn't want them to go away, you know, and, and then sometimes I wish I didn't want them to go. And um, it, it's, I like where we live, but on the other hand, they have that closeness to other people, especially during times like this. And there were a lot of uh, Italian flags flying, and I feel that people really came together through a difficult time. Yeah. And, yeah, it brought us, I think it brought people closer I think we learned a lot from that experience as well uh, around the world. So I'm grateful for you to share it with us. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, I I really love that. It's just so empowering. We're going to take a brief commercial break, so don't go away. We'll be right back with more on Coloring Life with Gratitude with our guest, Melinda Capor from Italy, award-winning, best-selling author, and photographer. She is truly amazing. We'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Celebrate the launching of Dr. Jean-Marie Farish's new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, to guide you in strengthening and embodying the practice of love in your daily life. Connect with us on Facebook and join our Lover's Lane Feel Good Now community and tune in to the Love Cocktail Minute. Relax, refresh, renew for support and daily inspiration. 
Life Care Wellness Pep for Angels, Inc. is a nonprofit organization to enrich lives and serve our community with emphasis on serving children who are hospitalized. Join Dr. Jean Marie Farish and Vicki Winterton in their global mission to donate My Joy Journal for Children in English and Spanish to as many children as possible. Order directly from Amazon.com and donate to children in your communities. Broaden your mind. Open your heart for a greater understanding of how to express your pure and authentic nature. Tune in and turn on 1111 Talk Radio. Simron, author, publisher, and life mentor, broadens minds and opens hearts to a greater understanding of life, consciousness, and humanity. 1111 Talk Radio is every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. 1111 Talk Radio. You are not on a journey. You are the journey. You are experience experiencing itself. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Jean at Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. Well, welcome back. You've been listening to Love Light, living in the spirit of love with host Dr. Jean Marie Farish and coming back from commercial break we'll continue with our guest Melinda Capoy from Milan, Italy Coloring Life with Gratitude and if you desire to have a breakthrough in your life gratitude is the key and Melinda will continue to share with us more about gratitude. Melinda tell us what keeps you you know, maintaining that spirit of gratitude. And can you give us some practical points here? Well, I'm a very visual person. And so every day, like you, when I get up, I say thank you. Um, thank you for this day. And and during during the day, I'm always saying thank you. I'm just so, I feel so blessed to be seeing the things that I see. I mean, right now I'm even looking out the window and they're, they're clouds, <laughs> you know, to take the time to appreciate something that's so, um, it's so there, but we often don't see it. You know, I lived on the first floor of a building and now I'm on the eighth floor and I can't even tell you the difference in, in level when before I didn't, I didn't see the sky and now I'm so appreciative of, of it. It's something else, you know, you've heard it said that we only have the present moment. And sometimes that's a hard concept to grasp as either we tend to think about something that happened or or thoughts are on the future and what we need to do. But if you can make a conscious effort to pause just a moment and take a look at what is around you, you can understand what being in the moment is. And I referred to the sky before. Well, the light of the day, for example, changes the ordinary into something special. Sometimes I like to get up before dawn and I just watch how the light changes, how the sky changes and all these different hues. It goes from deep blue to gradual lighter shades of blue and lavender. And when the sun starts to rise, the colors of the sky are tinged with pinks, yellows, oranges. 
even the reflection of the sun changes the colors of the buildings across the way. So it, it I just find myself, it's like I'm watching a film almost. Mm-hmm. And it can be mesmerizing and it, it also fills me with gratitude at seeing these colors evolve in front of me. Sometimes I'll grab my phone to take a picture, but it, it's never the same as actually seeing it. You know, Melinda, same, same. I think one of the things, you, you really brought up a good point, because so many times we don't pay attention, and the beauty is there, uh, but being in the present moment, there's so much to see, and you surely have an eye for, for beauty. I remember uh, maybe about a couple of weeks ago, uh, I was driving, and I saw it, the rain, it, it, hit a, it had rained, and I, uh, as I was driving, I saw this beautiful rainbow, <laughs> and I just, oh. I, I pulled over, uh, uh, you know, and, and took a picture of the rainbow, and I stopped along the way and took pictures. Uh, the closer I got, the, the rainbow seemed farther and farther, but just to see the beauty, and I said, gosh, these people probably think I'm nuts. What is she doing? Because I said, some people probably <laughs> had not even noticed the rainbow, so uh, I think when we, you really brought up a good point to see, the, I think we were talking the other day to look, what was your expression to really look and see or what was it? <laughs> Don't, it's, it's like to, to see, not just look. Yeah. Or I guess yeah. you could say to, to look and not just see, but anyway, I always say to see and not just look. Okay. Because I, and, and when I look at things, I look at things in, in layers I mean, if you see, you know, a scenery in front of you and, and you think about, well, like the trees are closer and the buildings are in a distance and beyond those buildings or something else. And so I kind of look at things in layers and textures. Mm-hmm. And I, when you kind of start to see things that way, well, Italy has been great for that because there's no country that has such beauty. And in, in, even in the man-made articles here, you know, the art is, what is it? It's like 95% of the Western world's art is in Italy and there's so much beauty here, um, mm-hmm. but I I love seeing their use of material and design, and it's just the Italians have a wonderful eye for mm-hmm. the visual. So and with you being a photographer, you really appreciate that, and uh, the the important point that you were making was about being in the now and how. Being in the now really keeps us focused. And sometimes just seeing the beauty, I, I think what helps take me out of my uh, self is really looking at the beauty that exists right before me. And within that, there's stillness, you know, and then I can mm-hmm. really connect with my right. inner voice. So I really love that. Right. Well, I, I want to kind of, kind of throw this in that I'm a phone photographer and the thing about, and every so many of us do have cell phones now, the thing that I like about phone photography is that it allows for a spontaneity that usually yes. there is, that one doesn't have, that yeah. I wouldn't have. Yes. And so when you can, you capture something for that moment just to appreciate it, and again, I, I'm probably repeating myself, but the more you appreciate things in life, the more things come to you to appreciate. Wow. It just kind of builds on itself. Mm-hmm. It makes your life richer. Yes. Well, it makes your life richer. And and even, I know these have been tough times too, but even in tough times, there are gifts in that. There are mm-hmm. gifts in the problems. Because mm-hmm. everything that happens to us really is for our higher good. It's to, to help us, to, to help us grow. Now you look back on my life and the, the things that have happened to me, you know, from the hardships and, and the hurts and even 
being assaulted, you know, and I think of that as they helped me to grow, to become more aware, to be to be a better person. You, you know, know and, Melinda, it's interesting, mm-hmm. though, that when a lot of people take that and get mired down more in fear and you're saying, mm-hmm. wow, this is a stepping stone. It can move us forward. How so? Because most people, it takes them back and they can't ever move beyond that. What can help with that? What is what is the opposite of fear? <laughs> love. <laughs> right. The love. opposite of fear is love. Mm-hmm. And you know, there have been times in my life that I've I've been very fearful. You know, when when the crisis happened in 2008 and here in Italy it was like a backlash, you know, it was like the wave came here and it was hit really hard here in 2010 and and my family went through some tough times, you know, very tough times, but those tough times helped us to become stronger. And if it weren't for those times, you know, we wouldn't be where we are today. Mm-hmm. So I think there's, there's a gift in everything. Again, there, you have the positive and the negative. If you can, if something is bad in your life, so what is, what is the opposite of that? So, mm-hmm. for example, if, and this is, came to me from a friend, you know, I said, well, what if I, I don't have a place to stay, I end up on the street? And then she, she said, well then you won't have any rent to pay. <laughs> and I thought, yeah, okay. Yeah. You know, it kind of puts it in perspective because this is this is just a, a wonderful experience of life, the good and the bad, you know, and, and, and when something bad happens, I call it like brainstorming or thinking outside of the box. There's always a solution. There's always something to do. My dad used to say, do something even if it's wrong. And at first I didn't understand what he meant, but... You know, action begets action. It might not be the road you're supposed to take, but that will lead you somewhere else where you're supposed to be. And you'll meet someone, you know, it just goes. It just builds on itself. But if you're going to be fearful and maybe feeling a little blue or sorry for oneself and you're sitting there, nothing is going to happen if you sit there. You've got to do something. Yes, you can't stay mired in that negative Mold, absolutely, you know? <laughs> absolutely. I, I back again in 2010. I was working with um, a group of young people. They were in their ter- 20s and early 30s, and they were all trying to get uh, learn English so that they could have a better chance of getting a job. And they were really in a bad way. You know, one of them said, "He said we don't have, uh, we can't even buy uh, vegetables at the grocery store at the supermarket anymore. They're just too expensive now." And they said, "So what can you do?" As an alternative, what can you do? I I wanted them to think, you know, start thinking of solutions. It's not just woe is me. There's something you can do. So what can you do? And one of the students said, oh, well, we could go to the farmer instead, right to the source. I said, yes, yes, you can. And somebody else said, well, we could even plant plant vegetables on the balcony. And I said, yeah, you can. You know, so there's there's always something, there's always a solution. And in these times of fear and times when people are struggling at home, if a family gets together and, and pools their resources, pools their, and resources meaning their ideas, their thoughts, yes. their, you know, it can be a family endeavor, you know, to do it together because one makes all, you know, let's get, what can we do together as a family? Yes, you know, let's, that is let's, so powerful. And I think bringing the children into it, too, because mm-hmm. kids are very creative, more so mm-hmm. than many adults. Yes, that's, that's powerful. You know, and, and even in these situations, if, let's say 
uh, there, you're with loved ones, you, you, you're kind of in the lockdown scenario, and you're trying to be grateful and have a positive attitude, and you're with loved ones who are mired in fear. What, how do you handle that? Well, again, I would just I'd just say, you know, bringing a point of the opposites, because mm-hmm. again, for every positive, there's a negative. And so here's the negative. What is a positiveness? You know, if people are, are fearful of maybe of, of, of going out again or, but what can we do together as a family to think about it or to think as, as people, but then also for those who are alone, because many people have been living That's through true. this on their own mm-hmm. there are so many resources so many resources you know you can be busy all day if you want because of what's there through our internet through our computer yes. and if people don't have computers well they have they can call someone that they love and talk to them check in on other people because sometimes checking in on somebody else gets your mind off of self you know that's that's a big thing, you know, that if you're always thinking about self, but start to put project on other people and put it out there towards other people, it helps with fear. I love that because then we become more appreciative of our friends, right? Absolutely. <laughs> uh, perhaps more so than what we had, you know, realized before. Uh, because with the busyness of life, you don't have time to really stop. So now that we're kind of in a pause mode to connect with those who we perhaps never thought, well, they were friends, but maybe on a different level. But now they're more supportive. They're mm, in my space. Absolutely. You know, they're helping me move forward in my life. So I think be gra- being grateful for friendship and being grateful for the loved ones in our lives and helping those who are stuck in fear because a lot of times as you exhibit a positive attitude, it can catch, it can catch on to others. So I want to say, I probably <laughs> like giving a shout out to those and they know who they are, but um, people I grew up with, you know, and, and I've heard from people I haven't seen them in 40 years. And honestly, it, it meant so much to me that people that reached out and I, I really appreciated that. You see that reaching out to someone is such a gift. And yes. And when you know that, I mean, people don't realize what a gift it is. I'm very grateful for for them. I'm grateful, yeah, yes. for the connections. Yes, I think we 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 all have realized, <laughs> you know, the importance of. And you brought this up, I think, when we talked before about interconnectedness of people. Absolutely. One other point I want to bring up. What if what about self-worth? You know, some people may say, well, I'm in this situation because I deserve this. <laughs> I, I, I'm not worthy. What? Any thoughts on that? Well, I think there are times in our lives, especially when we're younger, that we're always very hard on ourselves. Um, I don't know why that is, but it is. I think when you realize that you do have something to give, you are here to give. Um, and when I say to give, I, I mean, you can give something is, is a smile to someone. I yes. mean, it doesn't have to mean that you're going to go out and, and work for, um, like, an, an, even in a food bank or anything, even though that's a wonderful thing. But that doesn't mean that there's many, many ways to give. Just even asking somebody how they are. Again, it's getting out of oneself. I love we're, that. Well, we're all worthy of love because we come from love. 
We mm. are the source is love. There's there's a quote that I want to share that I like so much, and it's by um, Emily Barrett Browning, and she says that love is all there is is all we know of love. So for me, you can replace the word love with God or source or the divine, whatever you want to call the divine. But for me, it's love. God is love. And so, and if you, we are all sparks from this great source of love and light, then we are worthy. Yes. We are worthy. It's it's like our natural state of being innately, we are worthy. And I think you've shared a poem, but we are going to be delighted with you sharing a special poem before we go on break. So can you... Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, this this poem that I was going to share is actually um, it's it's called "Fleeting Moments," and it goes back to that time of day. You know, when I I enjoy seeing how the light changes, and I talked about the dawn, but this is more the golden hour. It's when when the sun sets, and there's everything takes takes on a different hue. It's just golden. It's called "Fleeting Moments." There's something to be said for the glow of late day. When the rays of the sun's waning light hit just so on the familiar and banal, all of a sudden I see things literally in a new light. I'm overcome to witness such beauty where I saw none before. Oh, wow. I love that. I love that. It puts everything in perspective. And it gives me a sense of nostalgia. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 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 Well, it's, I don't know. I have to... How are we with time, Jean? Oh, well, we, we probably have a minute before break, but go ahead and just sh- share what inspired. Well, two minutes before break, so go oh, ahead. Oh, okay. Now <laughs> I um, I was just, and now I forgot what I was going to say. This was so, so typical <laughs> About that beautiful poem. <laughs> no, it was so typical of me that, you know, about, um, oh, well, anyway. Uh, another thing I wanted to say that people in your life, you know, um, when you have this lack of worthiness, and sometimes the people in your ref- in your life are a reflection of of you. I feel that way. I know that in my life, the um, relationships I had, and some of them weren't the best. They were a reflection of how I felt about myself. Mm-hmm. So somebody might want to think, um, you know, if if you are being browbeaten or or misabused or you don't deserve that. Yes. You don't deserve that. You are yes. a child of God and you do not deserve that. So um, that's going back to the worthiness. That's a good point to make. Uh, we are love. We are definitely love. And you have reminded us, us of that. Any uh, other thoughts about that poem? I just love that poem. We just uh, just a couple of seconds before we go on break. Well, I just it, love it's that. Just, it's mm-hmm. just seeing, uh, just again looking. I mean, mm-hmm. seeing what really you're love. looking at. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's different. And to be conscious of it. Because mm-hmm. what's happening to you this moment is going to be your memories. You yeah. know, it's, it's like you're making your memories in the moment now. Oh, and even in my in my book, I often go back to the past, but because they were special moments, okay. they're beautiful memories now. All right. Well, I love that. Let's hold that thought. We're going to take a brief commercial break, so don't go away. We'll be right back with more on Coloring Life with Gratitude with our guest, Melinda Kapoor from Milan, Italy.
America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. Celebrate the launching of Dr. Jean Marie Farish's new book, Living in the Spirit of Love, to guide you in strengthening and embodying the practice of love in your daily life. Connect with us on Facebook and join our Lover's Lane Feel Good Now community and tune in to the Love Cocktail Minute. Relax, refresh, renew for support and daily inspiration. Life Care Wellness Pep for Angels, Inc. is a nonprofit organization to enrich lives and serve our community with emphasis on serving children who are hospitalized. Join Dr. Jean Marie Farish and Vicki Winterton in their global mission to donate My Joy Journal for Children in English and Spanish to as many children as possible. Order directly from Amazon.com and donate to children in your communities. You have the power to be stronger, live fearlessly, and enjoy the benefits of a great life. Listen for Fearlessly Authentic with host Jody Harrison Bauer. Jody has proven at an age when many start to slow down that she is just getting started. With two grown daughters, a successful business that she started at 50, a finalist in the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue, and a two-time world bikini champion, she's ready to take you to the next level in your life. Fearlessly Authentic airs Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Voice America Empowerment. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. Feel free to connect with our program through email or check out our links on Facebook. Reach Jean at Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. That's Jean72Farish at Yahoo.com. And now, back to Love Light. Well, welcome back to our show, Love Life, with your host, Dr. Jean Marie Farish. If you're just joining us, we are with guest Melinda Kapoor from Milan, Italy, award-winning, best-selling author and photographer on Coloring Life with Gratitude. And Melinda, I just love that poem, Fleeting Moments, because it really inspired me to really stay in the present moment because things, time passes so quickly. And in that moment... And that moment could be a valuable memory, right? <laughs> it's it's so true. It, mm-hmm. it really is true. Um, mm-hmm. There's so I, much. Yeah, go ahead, Jean. No, 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 no. Go ahead. I was just going to say there's so much to be grateful for, and because uh, we can see things, and if we can't see things, we can hear things. Yeah, there's good just point. <laughs> that was one of the points about the Italians in Italy when they went on the balconies and they sang together, and and the healing aspect of music, you know, there's just it's just it brings people together in a way. So that's another thing that people who are feeling negative during this time is to just play, uh, listen to music because it helps tremendously. You know, Melinda, you brought up a great point. What if a person is blind or visually impaired or, you know, Mm -hmm. can't see? And we've been talking about uh, sight and seeing things. And you just brought up a valuable point about hearing, you know, hearing the birds, hearing 
The sounds, oh, yes. right? The sounds of the ocean, the water. So we want to respect, you know, people who have, uh, uh, you know, who have issues with their sight to inspire them to be in the present moment. And it's not necessarily about just visually seeing, but what? There's all aspects of how we can take in our environment, right? Absolutely. And that you you mentioned that about listening to the birds, because when the city, when we were on lockdown, and apart from the sirens, which were always horrible to hear, but you would hear birds, you know, you could hear <laughs> yes. nature in the city. And it was yes. it was something that we, I think we all appreciated because it's just kind of many ways animals started to take over where they hadn't been before. Um, I wanted to, to add something about, again, about gratitude. And gratitude, when you express it, not just to yourself, but if you can express it to other people by way of a compliment and not to give a a shallow compliment, but to tell somebody, you know, when when you think they look nice or whatever, or it's a good meal, but to just tell someone because we, we're often so quick to criticize and not to share the good points. We, you know, we tend to keep them to ourselves. Um, but I wanted to share a little story that here in, in Milan, you can often get these bargain flights to other cities, and I will look down to see, you know, where can we go for the weekend and just get amazing flights amazing prices and we my husband and I went to Krakow and it was in in the winter time and it was a very hearty breakfast buffet and the eggs the eggs I've never <laughs> had never seen fried eggs like this they didn't even look fried they were so perfect I mean they were just like I've never seen anything like them but one morning I saw the cook and with my limited vocabulary um, in a Slavic language, I complimented her on the eggs, and she was so pleased that she mentioned for me to follow her to her kitchen, and there she started to show me how she had cooked them, and she said in broken English, my secret, and I replied <laughs> in Slavic, they, I replied, I said the eggs were excellent, and they were the best I had ever eaten, and she all of a sudden, she gave me a quick kiss on my cheek. And I, I was so surprised and, and very moved by her spontaneous display of gratitude. And it was, it was, it just was kind of, um, it was a gift because here we were two women who could barely communicate with words, yet we were able to give each other a gift of recognition and appreciation. So I want to tell That's people powerful. that if you're thinking that lady looks nice in her dress, just tell her. Or if you mm-hmm. think, you know, whatever, but it, it makes a difference. It just, just kind of healing. I, I think yeah, we have to realize that love is a universal language, and you prove that. And I know I've had experiences on, while traveling, couldn't speak certain languages, but we connected the heartful, you know, through mm-hmm. the heart, and it made a difference. So what you're saying is that don't take those moments for granted when you can do simple things like offer a compliment. And you don't know how that can shift a person's mood, you know, if the cook was having a bad day or whatever, or think that this is just routine and nobody ever appreciates it, or just maybe there's a tip on the table or whatever, but how frequently do you get someone to really do like you did? I mean, really engage the cook, and then she invited you <laughs> to really, you know, share the experience. And can you imagine what that did for her and then also for you as well? I won't forget that because mm-hmm. it was just, um, it was a real connection. And, and a nice memory. <laughs> yeah, it was a nice memory. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. so I think of the power of a compliment, you know, it's not to be taken lightly. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it anything else about gratitude? That I think that's powerful because, you know, giving compliments and uplifting others, we uplift ourselves. And in those moments, there's gratitude, right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, and the thing, too, is in, in our, our minds, I think of our, our subconscious like uh, is it has software in it. And it's the conscious mind that puts the software. It's kind of like my idea is that our minds are like computers and the conscious mind puts the software into the subconscious mind. So if you're always filling that subconscious with gratitude, even if, you know, you just randomly say, wow, this is a what a um, beautiful music. I'm, I'm so grateful to hear it or whatever. It just, it just kind of builds up and you have this repeated in your mind. It's yes. the same thing with, you could do the same thing with negativity, but yes. I personally don't need more of that in my life. I don't think anybody does. <laughs> no. So you tried every time you feeling something negative or like, woe is me, replace it with something you're grateful for. I love and that. <laughs> pretty soon it becomes a habit. Mm-hmm. And, and that's and, what we want to do, make it a habit, right? It and I think natural. your life becomes, absolutely, and your life becomes better for mm-hmm. it. Indeed, indeed. You have a wonderful book this time, another place that gives me a nostalgic feeling. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about this, this book of poems and what inspired you and how can we get access to it? Well, this book is really apart from from memories. It's it's a book of gratitude. Um, it's a book of appreciation of things I've lived, I've seen, or um, and there's a few that really aren't that grateful. But anyway, it's mm-hmm. basically about gratitude. And this time, another place. I'll, I'll read this poem to you. It, it's the the last poem in the book, but it talks about being in the present moment and to appreciate in that present moment. So may I read it to you? Sure, sure. And it's what is it called? Is it this time another place? It's the same title as, okay. as that of the Wonderful. book. Wonderful. What a treat. Go ahead. Um, this time another place. I'm in this time, but in another place. Not here, but somewhere else. Mind far from the present, thinking of the past, places I've been, people I've known, with humor and a smile, or sadness and yearning for once upon a time. Or instead of reminiscing, thoughts can drift to an unsure future with trepidation and vast insecurity of not knowing what will come. Now is unappreciated when looking back, moments lost because of other moments lost before those. Now is discounted by spending time in fear of time not yet here. Being aware of this tendency to be in another place is the key to peace of mind in the present. I switch my perspective to the certainty of change, the only constant in the ever now. As seconds fly and minutes tick, hours pass, day to night and night to day, months to seasons to years, and I find comfort in now with no regrets. That is so beautiful. Reminds us to stay in the present moment. So how can we get access to your book and how can people connect with you? And then we'll share our giveaway for today. Okay. Um, People can go to my website. It's melindacapor.com. And you can write to me there and I will answer you. And, And you can also, if you're interested, you can order the book from the website as well. It will take you straight to Amazon. It's an easy link. So uh, there's also about my giveaway to to whoever is listening to whoever would like there's um, you can get an e-card 
and send it to someone that you like from the pictures that I have on there, pictures I've taken. There will be more pictures added in the future, so please come back, take a look, and send an e-card. It's my gift to you. Oh, what a beautiful gift. And they go to your uh, website or what? How do they get access? Yes, just on my okay. website. I okay. have picture, pictures on there, photography. Okay. And and they can do get a free e-card, send it to someone. They can send it to themselves. And they can go back and look at a further time. And again, it's just it's my name altogether, melindacopwater.com. All right. Thank you so much. And uh, I, I'm joining uh, Melinda in a special giveaway of five books. We both contributed chapters in Life Sparks, Life Stories to Illuminate, Inspire, and Ignite. And I will give away five books for the first five people who email me, gene72ferish at yahoo.com. Well, Melinda, thank you so much for joining me today and inspiring our audience of listeners. We have more insight on the practice of gratitude. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me, Jean. I really appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much. So I hope you will take advantage of the free giveaways and continue your practice of gratitude. Tune in next week with Debbie Johnson, renowned psychic medium who will take live calls, heaven on earth, the angelic love connection. And send me your insights. Uh, the Love Light Exercise is on uh, my website, www.jeanferrisjourney.com. I will share your love practice exercise live on my show, Love Light. I will join speakers at the Giving Courage to Love Online Summit 2020, July 7th through 9th. So register now at the academyselflove.com, Giving Courage to Love. So much gratitude to Voice America team for making this show a reality, for shining their love light around the world. And I'd like to give a special happy Father's Day to fathers all around the world. And remember, an empowered self is a loving self and keep your love light shining. Thank you for listening to Love Light This Week. Be sure to join Dr. Jean Marie Farish again for another program next Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a wonderful week filled with love, self-worth, and better connections.